Good afternoon, Rich Das, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise here for this week's Embedded Executive podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Ron Martino, and Ron is the Executive Vice President of Global Sales for NXP. How you doing, Ron? I'm doing great, Rich. It's great to uh, see you again. Uh, well, actually, in this case, we're talking to each other, but uh, good to be with you. The last time we saw each other was um, in Nuremberg, if I remember right. Is that correct? That is correct. We saw each other uh, up at uh, the Embedded World Conference. And the weather for Embedded World was so nice. I lobbied very hard, unsuccessfully, to have Embedded World permanently switch to June. Um, not happy that we're going back in the in, in the cold of, of winter to have to go back, back to Nuremberg. What do you think? No, that's true. Uh, you can take the heat. You can take the cold. Uh, I guess it's a question of personal preference. Uh, I'm based down in Texas, so uh, I'm accustomed to the heat, and June is a uh, lovely time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, that's not what I want to talk about. What I did want to talk to you about is something that uh, NXP is I'll say pushing, but that's not fair, but I'll use that word because I don't have a better word right now, a concept called common platforms. So I, I think in my head, I, I know what it is that you're referring to, but what is a common platform from the perspective of NXP and, and why is it important? Sure. So uh, it all starts with more intelligent devices that are operating locally and they have a combination of analog of uh, security, of connectivity and compute. And developers are developing more end uh, devices or systems that they're deploying and they need the ability to scale those devices in, in many ways. Um, they can be from a performance, a feature, um, it can be a capability, a scaling that they need to implement um, and they need a development platform for which they can pull all these pieces together. Uh, they can reuse software. They can leverage their ecosystems and their development environments to create a range of products out of a common platform uh, in a very efficient way. Okay, what's the, but what's the common part about it? So um, you take a NXP, uh, ARM-based compute platform, um, and it's in the form of microcontrollers and apps processors. Uh, and within each of those, you have a way to uh, pick uh, features, performance, uh, memory size, uh, integrated uh, uh, compute capabilities. Uh, you can combine it with narrowband connectivity. You can combine it with uh, tri-band, which includes a Wi-Fi 6. Uh, you can add uh, security discrete. You can uh, use security that's integrated. And we provide development environments with integrated uh, firmware and drivers, as well as the ability to uh, enable those devices with uh, various workloads um, in order to perform the tasks that they're intended. So um, the physical platform is a development environment that involves those elements that can be developed um, as a straightforward computing device or a combination of computing with uh, the functions to connect it or to perform different actuation 
um, or sensing functions uh, that each end customer uh, development organization uh, needs to develop for their portfolio of products. So you're talking about mixing and matching functionality. I need X number of MIPS, let's put this here. I need um, analog sensing, so let's put that here. I need XYZ memory, so let's put that here. And, and that is, is that really what you're referring to? Yeah, well, let's, let's be very basic for a second. Um, I need a, a very small feature set with a limited amount of computing for a very simple endpoint uh, function. Um, I'm, uh, I'm sensing uh, temperature and I want uh, that sensor uh, under certain conditions to then trigger um, an actuation uh, because the temperature has reached a point and I want to change the position of my shades. Um, that requires a very low performance, limited feature, limited interface. Then in the same company, you may have a gateway that you're also selling in that environment that has many inputs, has a much higher computing capability, and it has many more computing tasks with inputs from many endpoint sensors. And that development team wants to reuse software and wants to simplify developing uh, their, uh, their product offering from a software and a hardware perspective using different scaling levels of devices. And again, it could be performance scaling, it could be interface scaling, it could be memory scaling, um, but they're looking at how they do that in a very efficient way uh, by using a single, single company like NXP's uh, platform. And that can be similar to our new MCX MCU platform. It can be uh, using our IDATMX uh, apps processor platform, or it could be using a combination of both. And they want very efficient uh, development, fast time to market, and a lot of reuse wherever they can, uh, can uh, address it. Do I have to be 100% NXP to make this work? What if I'm really married to some, I don't know, BLE part from somebody else, and I really want to use that? Well, you know, my obvious answer to that is if you use all of NXP, you're going to get the, the, the best optimization where we've uh, worked with these components together. Um, but with that said, um, we have a history of selling um, parts that are integrated more together in a system optimized manner with some vertical software uh, and enablement that's optimized for a given vertical. And we sell individual parts um, that uh, different companies buy and they combine them with different solutions. So a narrow band or BLE device working together with a um, uh, MCX MCU from uh, NXP is, uh, is very uh, common uh, out there. But the key point on this one um, is where can NXP optimize the different devices and integrate in our development environment that we pro provide a set of capabilities that are much easier to plug and play together and or to piece together and then build upon that base. And, and that's where, as we look forward in terms of the optimization that we're performing on these product offerings, that's where we're looking to continuously improve the experience our customers have. Uh, by choosing more of NXP, it has many benefits to it, whether it's 
from a technical development point of view, whether it's by working with NXP on supply or uh, whether it is um, uh, innovating on future capabilities, they can come for a one-stop shop mm-hmm. and work with us to really create future capability. Now you seem to be approaching this from a performance and functionality perspective, whereas some of the other folks are looking at it from an applications perspective. Um, you know, if you're doing AI for automation, for example, you know, they have they have a platform for that. Is that just a different philosophy that you're taking, or am, am I reading too much into this? No. Um, so I would say there's two angles that we look at to optimize our offering. Okay. One of them is around a general compute platform with the associated connectivity, analog, and security that can build these systems. And then the second view is vertical optimization. And three areas that we optimize around are in the uh, automotive space with a number of applications that are becoming uh, more and more interesting as the car evolves over time from a system point of view. Um, the second is in the industrial space. There are a number of target applications like factory uh, automation or electric vehicle charging infrastructure that are a couple examples of um, very uh, interesting uh, systems that will be evolving over time. And then the third is on select consumer applications uh, such as home control, where we're enabling uh, smart home capability that is performing tasks in an efficient way that people want to buy. Um, so we look at the verticals and then we transform that into optimizations in this general purpose compute platform and then the enablement of those other functions to operate together with that computing to form the end system. So it requires both. And in the absence, if you're too vertical focused, then you'll be very narrow on the definition and um, the serviceable market. Um, And if you're only focused on general compute platform, then you're gonna miss the unique optimization and value you can bring to a given vertical. So it always involves uh, tuning and optimizing our offerings around both. Okay. Is the common platform around a particular processor family or is is this encompassing all of NXP? um, So uh, when we talk about processing um, and you look at the MCU space, um, the two platforms that I would point to is within the non-automotive space. Uh, We have the recently announced MCX, uh, uh, MCU platform. So MCX, the next real-time control platform that has a much broader capability uh, in terms of its integration, as well as its um, performance levels um, and scaling range. Number two, we have an S32 family of microcontrollers, the S32K, which is optimized around uh, automotive use cases, which includes safety, um, so functional safety, as well as in both families, highly focused on security, which becomes important. Then beyond the MCU family, we then have higher end processing, such as the IDATMX family, where we have the IDATMX6, we have an IDATMX8 and an IDATMX9 that are very closely related to each other. 
and are evolving that allows over decades with our customers, a very scalable platform and a high reuse platform. Um, and then in the uh, S32 end for automotive, we have a higher end processing capability uh, for gateway networking and intelligent car and vehicle control systems. So two MCU platforms that are scalable and what I would refer to as a common architecture, and then two higher end compute platforms around apps processors and higher end processing and automobiles that we have with IDMX and S32 um, family of processors. How scalable is the software amongst the different families? So uh, I would say there's scalability within the S32 family, and then there's scalability within the MCX and apps processors. Um, the one thing that's interesting on the IDMX and the MCX is every IDMX pretty much has a real time subsystem as part of the application processor. And that enables a whole set of different functions. Um, and on the real time, you can run a common OS or RTOS um, on the apps processor as you do uh, on the MCU platform. Uh, we also work with companies to enable abstraction. So you can have uh, a reuse of application code uh, across the two devices um, to um, uh, a, a limited extent. Devil's always in the details when you look at the specific code function and, 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 uh, and workloads that are being implemented on these devices. Um, and then um, software uh, that runs on the uh, more rich OS side, uh, whether it's a Linux, Android, or other choices that you may be running on these devices, um, you have a significant amount of reuse because it's a common BSP that goes across a wide range of different uh, apps processors, uh, and therefore there's significant reuse there. Same way on the S32 side, uh, there is uh, a focus on enabling a development environment um, and a development experience for software reuse uh, on a S32-based platform, but again, uh, when you're driving and developing code for networking functions for vehicle control versus the actuation of various endpoints, whether it's your Windows seats uh, or your uh, HVAC uh, um, system, you have specific code that's unique to those functions. Very good. This is really good stuff. I'm definitely glad I spoke to you and you explained this to me because uh, I usually need it explained to me. I like that Denzel Washington line. Explain it to me like I'm a three-year-old. <laughs> well, it's uh, what's exciting about this is it all comes back to there. There's many devices, whether it's um, uh, your car that is increasing the number of processors that are going in the number of electronics. And then you look at what's happening in terms of the meaningful function it's performing, whether it's improving your safety, whether it is making the car more efficient from an energy usage point of view or enabling um, uh, a, uh, instead of a combustion engine, uh, battery management in an efficient way, the electronics that are coming into these end devices are, are uh, getting more complex, getting more uh, devices that are needed, higher software, lines of code. You have hundreds of millions of lines of code 
um, and it makes it for uh, you know great opportunity to leverage technology to do great things. But we also have to also manage the increased complexity of bringing these new capabilities to market and addressing what the development community needs to uh, to uh, accomplish these exciting tasks um, that we see around us. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Ron. I appreciate you taking the time to educate me. All right. It's good talking to you. And uh, I'll probably see you in uh, Munich in the near future. Yes, you will. That was Ron Martino, the Executive Vice President of Global Sales for NXP. And I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.